0: Welcome to the newest edition of the Giants Huddle Podcast. John Schmilk with you. Today's guest, NFL Network producer, Charlie Yook. We thank him for joining us. I want to remind you, you can find the Giants Huddle Podcast on Giants.com, the Giants mobile app, and all your favorite podcast platforms. And now we're joined by Charlie. Charlie, I know a lot of fans out there might be thinking, you're talking to a television producer? Why? Well, I think it's fascinating because you guys have a whole new deal here. Charlie's going to be producing the joint broadcast with ESPN and NFL Network, along with their pre-draft coverage. The pre-draft coverage begins on Thursday at 5 p.m. and Friday at 5 p.m. and then Saturday at 10 a.m. Then, of course, the the joint coverage begins at 8 p.m. on Thursday with ESPN and NFL Network. So, Troy, let's start there. You know, everyone has to work differently now. You don't want multiple people together doing different broadcasts, so you're working with ESPN along with your NFL Network crew on this broadcast. What's this been like and kind of what the challenges have been?
1: So it's, it's, it's the challenge is the technical part of it. The fun part is trying to find out how, you know, we're going to get all the super friends together and figure out the best broadcast. So those of, you know, the fans watching, they're going to see familiar faces from NFL Network. They'll see Daniel Jeremiah. They'll see Kurt Warner. They'll see Michael Irvin. You're just going to see him within the body of an ESPN broadcast generating from Bristol. So that was the fun part, figuring out who was going to be in it. The toughest parts I think everyone's dealt with is, Zoom conferences, how do we get Wi-Fi to one guy, but the, you know, oh, that guy doesn't have good Wi-Fi. Well, we need to send an uplink truck then. So the technical part of this has been challenging. And I got to tell you, this has probably been the most challenging draft of the 14 I've done um, just because, you know, there's just so much uncertainty and there's everything is virtual and we're kind of hoping things work. But there's so many talented men and women that have been working on this, John, for, for a now a better part of a month and change. That we feel pretty good that on Thursday night come eight PM Eastern, as you said on NFL Network, ABC and ESPN, we're
0: gonna be ready to rock and roll and hopefully give a product that people are people want to see right now. Now is ABC gonna be a separate broadcast from the one on ESPN and network? And how are you guys doling out the talent then between those two?
1: They are. So the the it's a great question. So the the talent and the co production really is the co production works for all three, NFL, ABC, and ESPN. The talent share really is between ESPN and NFL Network. And then ABC is still doing kind of what they did last year with their college game day guys. So that will be a separate broadcast. Um, it's a little more uh, storytelling, bigger picture kind of stuff. The hardcore, I don't want to say hardcore football, but more following the body of the draft itself will be what I think the fans are used to on ESPN and NFL Network. So that's where you're going to see kind of the, the – the, the, co-mingling of the of the talent on on that presentation
0: now in your joint broadcast is anybody actually going to be in a studio somewhere or is everyone going to be on remote at like one of their houses so Trey Wingo will be in a studio and Susie Colbert
1: will be in a studio but everyone else is virtual in 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 their homes which look that's where we are right everyone just kind of stays at home and we're going to do what we do and this is I was just talking to, I'm not a name drop. I was talking to John Clayton earlier and it was like, it's like his ESPN commercial. Mom, I'm done with my segment. (laughs) It's like, but this is what we're doing now, right? This is, this is the way of the world. And I think, I think we got to keep that in perspective, John. It's like, there's a bigger thing going on. We got to do our part. There's a call to action during the draft too. you know, NFL.com slash relief benefiting all these charities uh, for COVID-19 uh, you know, fighting that battle. So we, we understand there's a bigger picture going on, but, um, yeah, people are going to be at home because we're, 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 we want to ensure that safety's first, you know, first and foremost, let's make sure everyone's safe, but let's make sure we're also presenting the business at hand, which is one of the more exciting off season events we have. That's going to be as bizarre as heck watching people from, you know, try to give a virtual hug from one location, like in Southeast Ohio, to where the commissioner is going to be. It's, it's nuts.
0: Yeah, I'm not going to lie. There is a 20% chance my two-and-a-half-year-old comes running through these doors during this interview. So, And I'm sure that's the same thing you're going to be working with over the course of this draft, which is kind of, I guess, fun in a lot of ways because, look, I think everyone gets it. I mean, people know they're not in a controlled studio and everyone's doing the best they can. Yeah, I think people – you tell me, but I think people like seeing that.
1: When yeah, that, me too. When, when that British – Kid that, that went to the dad went viral. Like, that's normal now. In every meeting we're in, some kids ask, asking mommy for milk. A dog is barking. Like, dogs show up. But this is the reality of where we are, and I think it adds a sense of realism that we all are in the same place. Truly. I know it sounds cheesy, but, like, we're literally all on the same team. We really are. We're trying to figure this out, and it's just like, oh, by the way, we got a draft to present on Thursday, which I hope, fingers crossed, Everything will go well. Everyone understands the challenges we all have. Like there's good, like you said, someone's kid's going to come through. Some, there's going to be a video freeze, but I think we all get it. And that's the beauty of this thing. Like, I think we're all ready to see it. Like we all rallied last night around the last dance, right?
0: Right, wrong, and different. Everyone watched it last night. I'm hopeful everyone will watch the draft on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Yeah, and it's really the only sports going on, right? And that's kind of why it's so much fun. And it's, it's actually live. It's not a replay of an old event. I mean, this is something that we haven't had in this country for a better part of three weeks or a month, and who knows the next time we're going to have it again.
1: Yeah, look, we all love drama, right? And in, yeah. in this draft, without forget everything going on, which is hard to do, but if you forget everything going on, the draft takes turns left and right all the time, and it, it's who knows about what's going to happen with trades. You know, how fast is this draft going to be? Our teams going to be panicking that their Wi-Fi is not working, they got to get their picks in? Or are they just going to wait the whole time to be like, you know, we got to use our advantage here that we have 10 minutes in the first round to figure out what we want? No one really knows, and that's the beauty of the draft is that it provides hope, but it also – there's a ton of uncertainty. No one knows what anyone's going to do. We think one and two are going to go chalk, but what if it doesn't? Does the draft really start at three? Could it start at four with with the with the Giants? I mean, that's what we're going to find out. That's
0: the best part. Yeah, it's a lot of fun, and I guess before I get to some of the technical aspects of this, who are going to be your crew of super friends that are going to be in and out of this broadcast on, so the, on Thursday? The super
1: friends, and we're it's Trey Wingo. I'm going to go in order: Trey Wingo, <laughs> Mel Kuyper, Lewis Riddick, Booger McFarland. You're going to see your usual, you know, Chris Mortensen, Adam Schefter, Susie Kolber, Daniel Jeremiah. Hall of Famers, Kurt Warner and Michael Irvin, truly the super friends coming out hot, coming out hot at eight o'clock Eastern on, on, on Thursday. And and like you said, an NFL network will still be able to do our pregame at five o'clock Eastern on Thursday and Friday leading up to the event. So that that's going to be a good thing for us to still have a live presence, which is taking heaven and earth to, to, to do this week. But there's again, so many people working hard day in, day out to make sure the product is there for for the fans that really want this product, I think.
0: How are you integrating the telethon aspect of this? We were all trying to raise money for the first responders, everybody out there that's being affected by COVID-19.
1: Yeah, so Draftathon is a big cause that's going on right now. The site is live for anybody who wants to donate a dollar, $5, whatever they can. It's nfl.com slash relief. There is also a separate, uh, in addition to what's going on in the linear television broadcast, there is a separate social stream called Draftathon live that'll be going on uh thursday friday and saturday thursday is the key time at 7 30 p.m eastern uh and we're you know this is a big deal to us so you'll see rich eisen is hosting that with deon sanders kevin hart's been announced as one of the celebrities that's going to join us so um like i said bigger than all of us bigger than football understanding there's another layer going on here of, of people who are on the front lines fighting this this virus so Want to make sure we're giving back, our community gives back, um, and that we're doing our part. Um, uh, by by, there's six causes that are tied in there. People can see it when they go to the website. But uh, really, kind of a cool thing to be like a like almost like a telethon going on while the actual draft is going on. So I'll have both devices up. Actually, I'll have wow well, multiple devices up. But I'm the broadcast <laughs> on, i have the social stream on, and then the other three devices I have comms and other things I got to check on. But yeah, it, it should be a pretty cool event.
0: Now, how do you work this technically? I assume for a regular on-location draft, are you guys in a truck at the location or are you at the studios in California If NFL Network doing it generally? No,
1: t- so typically like last year in Nashville, there were three separate trucks out there and it's a huge compound. You know, NFL Network had its truck, ESPN had its truck, ABC had its truck. In this instance, everyone's in Bristol, Connecticut. We'll have communications with each other via this. I don't even know the app. I got to fax it out today. <laughs> uh, texting. <laughs> But it's it's crazy that I'm going to be 3,000 miles away communicating to a control room that's going to be you know spread across several control rooms with people wearing masks, people wearing gloves, uh, practicing social distancing. The communication is going to be key. Uh, I, like I said in many other conversations I've had, maybe not this one. We should invest it in Zoom at some point. But um, <laughs> it's it's nuts, man. Like I, I don't know. I'm not a technical person by any stretch. I, I, I don't know how any of this is going to work, but I'm assured it's going to work. And that's where I give the tip of the cap to those people because it's like they send me links. I click like for this interview. I just clicked and it worked. Um, it's been the same way for everything we got to do communication wise. So tremendously lucky to have these people in our corner, both from the league, both from ESPN, Film Network. But everything so far running smoothly.
0: I mean, the tricky thing to me, for the folks at home that don't know, you have a producer who controls the content, right? Then next to him, you have your director. He controls your camera shots, who's going where. If you can't see the video in real time, it's kind of hard to give that direction in real time. And obviously, over broadband, stuff's going to be delayed. So how do you make up for that type of delay? And I guess since your director is going to be in Bristol, that might limit the impact a little bit of that? Yeah, so the best part about
1: it is we have a great working relationship with those at ESPN. Um they' they're in the, the for lack of a better word they're in they're in the heat so they'll be handling that my notes will be more if they're any more overarching and, and more general like hey maybe here maybe this maybe this but we've, we're gonna be on email we're gonna be on text like I said we'll figure it out but all of us are pretty confident in the, in the team we've organized together it's not just a super group of, of talent it's a super group of people both from the production side and operationally that we have we, we've we've joined voice forces. You can't get any better than, than you know, ESPN merging with NFL Network. So it's it's the cream of the crop. Um, and we expect, like, we, we, we really do expect to be pretty proud of this at the end of the day because it's a lot of people are working very hard, understanding, again, there's an appetite for this. It's maybe a little bit of escapism for some folks. Um, and then sports has that weird way, John, as you know. Like, it, it, it can bind people, and we feel like there's an, that is a, it's a binding moment for all of us.
0: Oh, no question about it. I guess the other question would be how is going to be your access kind of, you know, on a normal draft, you have your cameras in the green room, you have some cameras at prospects' houses, you have stuff backstage. I'm sure you're trying to still capture this from as many angles as possible. So, how much access have you gotten to some of these draft prospects that are going to be at home? You know, Roger Goodell in his basement, wherever he's going to be. You know, yeah. just how many different locations are you going to be able to manage with this? And also, Team War rooms, too.
1: Right. So, Team War rooms have become virtual um, and also, they're practicing social distancing, but we'll have a camera with every coach or GM. There's 58 nice. players there's that are confirmed, so we'll have cameras and 58 players home, so obviously that'll spread through rounds one, two, three, possibly even day three. Wow. You've got the commissioner camera. Any typical draft, we, we have about every night, about 60 to 70 some odd remotes coming in each night. We're, I mean, we're looking at upwards of 100, 115, 120 oh. remotes so this is, this is a massive technical. Like I said, this is harder than most drafts that we've been a part of just because the technical part of it is huge. The feeds are huge. And, oh, by the way, none of us are together trying to figure this out in the building. <laughs> We're all separated from coast to coast trying to f- manage these feeds, these feed centers, these call centers. Again, people much smarter than me have kind of figured this out. Are there going to be hiccups on the broadcast? Probably. I mean, I think that's expected. Forget the, you know, the kids running in the dogs running in. But I think everyone's comfortable with the fact that, like, they don't really care if there's a slight freeze. We saw it on the WNBA draft, too, that that, that ESPN conducted. It was a great – you know, it was a great learning experience watching that as well because, yeah, look, the number one pick, Sabrina Ionescu, that she's going to freeze on camera. We get it. That's what's going to happen. We've learned some stuff. We took notes from that. And hopefully we continue to grow and get better when we get to Thursday, Friday, Saturday night. But not all rides are going to be smooth. This one could be bumpy, but, like – Again, we don't know, we don't know, and that's the editorial part of the draft and now the technical part of the draft. But there's too many talented people right now, too many people who have that sense of accountability, like you need them on that wall you want them on that wall. They're on the wall. So they're working as hard as they can to ensure the best product we can put together, and I'm pretty confident that we're all in the best position to succeed.
0: Have you had conversations with the league at all? Because they've talked about maybe having to stop the clock here or there for technical issues just from their end with, you know, kind of complete trades and stuff. Do you have any idea how that's going to work with you guys with television?
1: Yeah. As far as I understand, there will be no stopping on the clock. The clock is going to continue to move forward. The times are the same first round, 10 minutes, second round, seven minutes, third round five. And then when we get to seventh round of compensatory, it'll be four so. It's going to be the same drill for them. They're just going to have to figure out, you know, what pace they want to do it at. That's that's also one of the dramas for Thursday night. Will clubs try to make this the fastest draft ever? Or will this not be – will this be the slowest draft ever? This is very – I mean, we're, we're at an age now too, John, where it's like if you ever did a fantasy football draft with your buddies and say, we're going to Vegas to do it, but then it got canceled. And now we're all in our basements doing it. You're going to wait for the one guy to be like – man, John, just take the pick, take the panic pick, right? Because he's going to get to zero. It's going to happen on Thursday. So we're all going to be able to relate to this. But, but um, you know, who knows what's going to happen.
0: Absolutely. Final question, Charlie. Just anything else that maybe you want, you're you really looking forward to, to showing people on draft night? Anything you guys have planned? And once again, just give, give the people an idea of exactly what you guys have going on over the weekend in your joint production with ESPN. Yeah, look, I think
1: there's going to be some surprises that I don't want to get into, but I think that that'll, that'll – that'll for the country itself, it'll be a nice thing to see. Um, I think, you know, there's going to be a lot of moments that are going to galvanize the country together. It's We're not we're not just doing the draft here. We understand there's going to be a big audience. We have a bigger bigger responsibility to, you know, for calls action, like I said, with COVID-19 relief, with draft-a-thon. Um, but I think the best part – I think the best part is what the fans and and Giants fans and people in the Tri-State area want to hear, which is the draft is coming, and it's one of the best events we do, and we're proud to work on it, and we're hopeful that we have a great broadcast, and we hope everyone's safe out there, and we hope we can give them a little bit of fun for those several hours that they have because buckle up. We just don't know what's going to happen. So, um, yeah, I don't know why the Giants are talking to Herbert. So, you know, (laughs) let's see what happens. Let's see what it's, happens. Let's
0: it's go. ultimate drama. It's live TV. You don't get any better. Again, the pre-show on Thursday and Friday, NFL Network starts at 5 o'clock. The Real Deal at 8 p.m. on Thursday and then Friday at 7 p.m., Charlie, correct?
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And then noon on Saturday.
0: You got it. Make sure you go check it out. And, again, go to NFL.com slash relief to participate in our relief efforts for COVID-19. Charlie, this was a lot of fun. I appreciate it. And trust me, as someone that deals with this stuff on a much smaller scale than you, good luck, my friend.
1: No, appreciate you, too. Thanks, John.
0: I appreciate it.